Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second installment of Autoflower 101, taught by the one and only at Firebutts 101, and hosted by yours truly, Jesse B of The Autoflower Show, brought to you in part by Dino Myco and TMB Naturals. I would first like to send a huge shout out to the sponsors that have made this class possible, at Dino Myco, at TMB underscore naturals, at Future Harvest Development, at Trimbag, at Honor Cannabis, at Firebuds Genetics, at FGI underscore lighting, and at Microbial Mass. And that's microbial with two eyes, everybody. And a special thanks goes to at Miss Firebuds for organizing the wheel of names for the weekly giveaways. Secondly, I would like to thank you, the audience. Each and every one of you make organizing, teaching, and hosting this class worth every second. If you like the class and the rest of my content, or you're simply interested in using some of the same products that I do, I invite you to support the show via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. There's two options for subscription. The first is a support tier. At $5 a month, you can help keep the show and its content flowing. The second tier is $20 a month, but it comes with perks and bonus content, as well as annual incentives from TMB Naturals, Microbial Mass, and Firebuds Genetics. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash The Autoflower Show. Now, without further ado, let's get settled into our seats because class is about to commence. How's it going, man? It's going all right. It's been a little bit sick. Yeah, yeah, you're still here. Look at that. Appreciate that, man. Really appreciate that. Are you feeling any better today than you were yesterday? Yeah, I went in uh, today and got COVID tests, and I'm negative. Nice. So uh, I got to go back to the doctor in the morning and see if I got pneumonia or what. Because it's just not letting up, eh? Yeah, it's moved down to my lungs, and like my lungs and shit are hurting now whenever I'm coughing and stuff, so. That's not good. So, today, first and foremost, um, we're going to get microbial mass in the hot seat. We're going to get Jeff from MIM Horticulture, and then we can get into what we're going to do with our plants. But um, just so everybody knows, we're going to be harvesting. Correct. That's what you're doing, right? Sorry. Yeah. So you already flushed that mando, and you're ready to cut it down. Yeah, for I'm gonna me, be chopping these today. For me, I'm gonna chop one of them and and like keep one of them, and because I've got the wash on those blackberries to do still, and the trichomes that are here are seemingly sandy. So I figured, hey, might as well throw them in the water to extract them with the blackberries. But now the other one is just, it's nothing. There's no, the, the trichomes are greasy. The trichomes that are there are greasy, but I'm experiencing my very first lockout, I think. Cause mm. I, yeah, there was no catching up to it. And then I'm like thinking now, Hey, maybe I was going in the wrong direction, trying to catch up to it. 
Man, you know, that's, uh, that's the thing about like, like, uh, growing in a new soil, right? Like, you know, like if you're used to growing in something else and even make, even going from soil to soil, there's differences in the soils. Some soils have more nutrients, some have less nutrients. And, uh, so if you're used to growing in something and you switch, you know, you change up your game, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta learn that new product that you're growing in, you know? So, yeah. And was, I did not do well. We'll listen to, to the plant. Yeah. Now that being said, um, let's see if Microbro Mass is in here or if Jeff is in here. Just take a quick look throughout the guests. How's everybody doing today? We do. We got Microbro or Mimhort in here. So boom. Let's add them to the screen. So I've sent out the invite now. And so we've had uh, Jeff on the show, or I've had Jeff on the show before, but um, yeah, what up, Jeff? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing well. How are you today? I'm good. So I was just saying that we've had you on the show before, but um, not since the new drop of your new product. So we were going to cover that uh, for some of today's uh, interview. But first and foremost, man, how you been? It's been a while. Man, I've been good. Yeah, can't complain. Been traveling lots, which is nice now that, you know, COVID is not exactly letting up, but things have changed. So, uh, yeah, it's been good. Life is good. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Super busy, as per usual. Nice. Yeah, <clears throat> but I've been, uh, been really looking forward to our chat today. Yeah, your garden's looking good. <laughs> That's lies. You're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, so first and foremost, let's talk about this. Uh, the name change, the epic name change from microbial mass to Mim Hort. Can you tell everybody what that's all about? Yeah, it's not really a name change so much as just a change of our Instagram handle and uh, you know yeah, Facebook and all the rest. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, Mim Horticulture Limited is kind of who we are um but when we launched two years ago with microbial mass it was our only product and we were just trying to push the name you know we didn't want people to be focused on us focus on our product get the name out there so we set up all our social media around that and then when kaido Sal was launching we you know we kind of talked about it for a couple of months like what are we going to do here should we run separate pages for every product uh which you know ultimately we decided that would be a huge headache and way too much work so yeah, we just switched everything over to at Mim Hort or Mim Horticulture. And, uh, yeah, we'll kind of just talk about everything we're doing under those names from now on. Yeah, and so that being said, like you – or, sorry, like you said, yeah, it's not a name change. It's just the Instagram handle. You guys have always been Mim Horticulture. Exactly. Cool. That's That, that really, I don't know, clears the air for me for sure. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, I thought it might have been had something to do with all the terms and services of Instagram, and you guys were just trying to float under under the radar. No, we haven't. Honestly, we haven't had any issues as far as that goes. Um, I know a lot of friends have, and it's kind of an ongoing concern. But oh. so far, we're kind of just, you know, we got our fingers crossed, and we're hoping that we don't have to do anything drastic as far as that goes. Nice. Okay, so, um, yeah, tell us about Kaidosal. Yeah, so um, Kaido Sal, yeah, it's kind of the newest addition to our lineup. And, 
You know, I like to say microbial mass is great for, you know, overall plant health, uh, faster growth and bigger yields. Um, so Kaidosal is a really nice addition because it's kind of more focused on the product quality side of things, um, as well as a few other benefits that we can talk about. But essentially what Kaidosal is, is uh, it's made up of two plant effector molecules. So, you know, it's a little bit techy, but... Uh, essentially what they are is two different molecules that are able to trigger uh, receptors on the surface of plants and within plants tissues to bring about certain physiological and biological responses um, yeah that kind of open up a lot of interesting possibilities okay so, so um, yeah dive into that yeah so basically uh, we've got two active ingredients in Kaidosal. Uh, one is oligokytosan. Um, so what this is basically is it's derived from crustacean shells. Um, I know a lot of organic growers will be familiar with crustacean meal, you know, shrimp meal and crab meal and stuff like that, insect grass. Um, and sort of the active ingredient there is chitin. So what we're doing is taking that starting material of chitin and breaking it down into a very small, very bioactive molecule. Um, which is just much more effective at triggering those receptors on the plant so that you use much less of the product much less often to get a much more dramatic response. Uh, and the second ingredient that we've got in Kaidosal is uh, salicin, which is derived from willow bark. Um, you know, it triggers the salicylic acid pathway within the plant, uh, but by using kind of the natural salicin in our formulation, we're able to remain sort of uh, appropriate for organic agriculture and certified organic. So yeah, we've got those two two separate molecules that trigger two separate plant defense pathways. Um, so we're kind of doubling up, getting redundancy and and increasing the response that we're able to get. So it's a product that only needs to to be applied once every two weeks, and we see pretty dramatic responses from most cultivars in in ninety nine percent of growing environments. So um, now with the application, do because microbial mass is also um, a once every two week application. So I'm curious, do you suggest that people use them on uh, opposite weeks? No, it doesn't really matter. You can use them together, water them in together, use them the same week, use them opposite week, use them kind of whenever they fall on the schedule. The one thing I'd point out about Kaidosal is we don't recommend using it in the early stages. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're dealing with clones, babies, early veg, definitely you wouldn't want to be using this product because it is triggering plant defense pathways and it's going to prime the plant to want to go into like a generative cycle and start to want to form buds. So the best way that we found, what we recommend with Kaidosal is to do your first application just one week before you're going to flip if you're doing photo period plants. Um, and with autos, obviously, it's a little bit more complicated to time it. But, you know, as you're seeing your plant kind of go into pre-flower and start to transition more into the flowering period, that would be when you'd want to do your first application. Um, it can be applied as either a foliar or a root drench application. Um, we recommend doing the first few applications foliar because you don't have buds yet. So you can really give that plant a good sprench, get it dripping wet, hit lots of tissues, lots of receptors, get a really good response, and you're going to use much less of the product 
So, you know, you're costing yourself less money, which is always nice. Yeah. So typically, yeah, exactly. Most cost effective option is always the best option. So one week before you flip, you do a foliar. One week after you flip, you do foliar again. And then kind of every two weeks after that, you can just water in. Um, so super simple, probably four to five applications for most plants. And, and yeah, it's going to work really well. Yeah, for most cultivars. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that. I, I used it on my photo growth, and I saw extreme fucking cake. It was awesome. Nice. Lots really of trichomes. Happy. Yeah, lots, lots and lots of trichomes. <clears throat> now, I just wanted to ask uh, Firebuds if he had any questions about Kaidosel. Is he there? So on the maybe oh yeah there on that on that product. So you're saying with autos, as soon as you see like sex, go ahead and start using it. Yeah, I mean, when like you start to see sex insanely fast. So I so I just actually grew my first auto garden like this summer, and okay. uh, it was a ton of fun. But I was shocked at how fast they showed sex. Like it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Like two weeks from seed, and I could already yeah. tell which yeah, so, shocked like, me so generally like like with my genetics um males will show like you know 18 to 21 days uh females you know they'll start showing pre-flower like around you know a month around there you know what i'm saying so okay. like how far how far into that stage would you recommend like a week after you know you, you hit pre-flower two weeks after because like you said it's 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 kind of a, a a gray area there with autos you know what i'm saying so yeah it really is and um yeah i mean i wouldn't want to get going too early because the other thing with autos is you only have a limited number of yeah. weeks to get your size that's going to translate into weight so you definitely don't want to hit it with something early on that's going to encourage it to want to start to bud and maybe slow down vegetative growth. Um, like for your genetics, what are you like week five ish is like the beginning of true flowering? Um, probably like week 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 four actually, like into week four. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be some of my strains because some of my strains are like sixty-five to seventy-five days tops. So. Now with the Care Bears, it's a ninety. So yeah, the Care Bears. You're, seeing, part, you're you're late flower in day sixty-five. You know, sixty-five to seventy. So. So yeah, and I mean the other option with Kaidosal would be on autos just to wait until kind of week one when you're confident that they are pretty much done getting taller and they're and they're just going to be making buds from now on. And same thing with photos. Like it's it's not a big deal if you want to wait until the day you flip and then do your first application then. Okay. Um, the nice thing about on a photo period plant hitting it with Kaidosal a week before you flip is it does prime it up. It kind of thinks it's under attack. It's got a whole bunch of plant defense pathways firing. And so when you do go to 12 and 12, you're going to have a faster transition. It's going to start pushing hairs and pushing flowers a little bit sooner, which gives you just right. a, you know, a few more days to make weight. But yeah, nice. any, anywhere kind of one week before flip or like at transition would be a great time to start applications yeah i think once now, you start seeing any, those little nugs would be good for the autos is this a um is it is it non-systemic like does it 
you know, does it wash out of the plant? Does the plant use it up or does it stick around? Is it something that needs to be flushed out? No, like it's not a nutrient. There's no food whatsoever, like no food value in the product. Um, and yeah, the molecules themselves that are interacting with the plant are made up of sugars. So they're just chains of sugar molecules. Okay. So yeah, it's all extremely biodegradable uh, very quickly. It's not going to hang around and we don't have any issues with, you know, any kind of off flavors or funny burns or anything like that. Um, oh, okay. You can actually, yeah, you can actually apply Kytosal like, you know, the day before you harvest. It wouldn't affect anything. It wouldn't hurt your product, but it would be fairly pointless, again, from a cost-effectiveness standpoint because you're just not going to see any value. So typically we would recommend the last application one week before harvest. Okay. Awesome. So, that was a good question. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any other questions about Kaido? No, I'm 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 very interested in because it's like I said, this is like uh, the first time I've heard of it as a grower. Um, so it's a new thing for me. So you know, it's something that I would want to definitely get a hold of and try out, especially with the autos experiment with that and see where I could get the best results and, and pass that along to other growers, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I can, uh, yeah, I can get a package off in the mail to you too. I think, uh, yeah, you've got some microbial mass going in the garden these days, don't you? Oh yes, definitely. Nice. Beauty. Hey, there it is. Love it. Yeah, and as far as kind of what growers can expect to see when they start using Kytosal, um, good, yeah, good. Go on. Yeah, there's kind of like two categories of benefits. One is on like the immune response side of things because we are playing with those immune immunity pathways. So, um, yeah, you're going to get sort of thicker cell walls and increased photosynthetic activity and kind of prime up your plant to want to perform. So a lot of people will find when they hit it for the first time with that foliar application, uh, it really greens up, it really preys hard. And a lot of people are saying that when they're, you know, when they go into defoliate in early flower, they're finding that the leaves just pop back a lot faster. The plant just seems, you know, more charged up, has more energy. Um, and then on the other side, you know, uh, we see a lot of uh, sort of defense mechanisms uh, benefits. So, um, you're going to get increased resistance to any kind of insect infestation, um, as well as any kind of fungal infestation. So powdery mildew and botrytis, uh, spider mites, thrips, anything like that, this isn't going to cure them. It's not going to completely prevent them. If you've got that stuff in your room, it's going to be on your plant, but your plant will be primed up to fight them. Um, you know, a little bit better defense. Hopefully they'll spread a little bit less quickly so that you have time to treat that stuff properly and effectively um, so that you can come through with a better crop at the end of the, at the end of the cycle. And then because, you know, when we're playing with those plant defense pathways, you got to remember that, you know, trichomes and resin production and cannabinoids and terpenes, these are all kind of evolutionary strategies that cannabis has developed to basically ward off attackers. You know, they get real stinky and sticky so that bugs can't get on them. And, uh, yeah, so if you can prime up those 
those pathways, you can really get a frostier butt, a lot more cake, a lot more grease, and, and that's really the big selling point for most growers, for sure. Okay. Now, what about what about uh, your lighting? Uh, apply it before the lights go off, like for photo periods, or how would that affect, like, like foliar, you know, doing the foliar spray with the lights on? Does it affect the plant at all? Just to just to give Jeff a little more information, um, Firebuds runs his autos under twenty four hours of light. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, I always wondered about that. I thought that that would make sense because you, it's just more photosynthetic hours in the day. I would think more yield, right? Yeah, like for me and in, in, in my grow environment, the way I grow it, that that's the way I've been doing for a while now. It's under twenty four hours, so. So cool. as far as the foliar, can you do it under the light? That's his question. Yeah, I mean, you can. It kind of depends on how much wattage you got beaming down. Um, you know, it's always better to do it with the lights off. Um, okay. Or, like, I mean, what we really recommend is just before lights off is the best time, um, you know, for people who are doing, you know, 18 on and 6 off or whatever. Um, because when the lights are still on, the stomata are still open, which is great because the plant's able to absorb more of the material, uh, which is going to trigger a more effective response. Um, you know, but you wouldn't necessarily, I mean, most cultivars are going to be fine under the lights getting a little bit wet, but I mean, it just kind of depends on your environment and everything else. As a general rule of thumb, I, I generally advise people not to be foliar feeding in you know in full sun or with the lights at full blast but even if you were so, just to dim them down like if you're running leds you could dim them down to 50 percent, 20 percent, something like that and that would probably be enough yeah so i mean it's not say, gonna hurt me to turn them off for an hour after i spray and and then let them kick back on i mean that's that's no problem i was just then, wondering yeah could you use another product like a like a wedding agent um i know for instance like transport yeah, you definitely can. To then help it in the in the light because doesn't that make it uh, good for the light or better in the light at least? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like we do have a surfactant that's a part of the product, but it's in there at a very low, fairly low ratio once it's diluted. Yeah. Um, so something like transport would definitely be a good option. Get better leaf coverage. Um, and then but transport's an interesting that. case because I was actually you know I was talking with Dinesh asking him because a lot of people are asking if they can use it with transport um and he's recommending that anything you mix with transport would be cut back to 25 to 50 percent of the recommended dose okay. um just for safety well no but for effectiveness i'm not sure what transport is but he's saying that it it helps with absorption so you're going to take up more of the product so that you need to use less i haven't tested this myself and i'm not really sure because kytosal is a bit unique in that you know, the salicin is being absorbed into the plant and triggering the plant from within, but the chitosan, oligochitosan, the other active molecule is just triggering the surface. Um, so I'm not sure that transport would necessarily affect dosage rates on this particular product. Um, yeah, we're, anyways, we're not really here to talk about transport. I didn't mean to bring it up. I just thought it might be an offhand thing to... Hey, it was a good question. And uh, yeah. in general, yes, you can mix Kytosal with any kind of wetting agents. You can also mix it with like, you know, traditional foliar feed uh, 
so like kelp kelp extract stuff like that if you're already using that like you can you can apply cytosol with that we wouldn't recommend though using like a pesticidal spray and cytosol <laughs> together that would be probably a no-no or a or a fungicide anything like that do them separately yeah okay and then now, um go ahead as far as strength wise so like uh you know like when when I feed my autos, I feed uh, generally feed at quarter strength. Um, does is there a dosage as far as auto versus photo period for that for that foliar feed? Yeah, for both the foliar feed and and for the root application, autos seem to to require quite a bit less. Um, a lot of guys are running half strength and that's working pretty well. And also keeping it down to just like four applications instead of five. Um, right. because yeah, autos are, they're a little bit more sensitive and they, yeah, they seem to be, you know, they seem to be impacted a lot more quickly. And the other thing to keep in mind with Kytosal is we are playing with stress pathways with this, with this product. Like, you know, we're kind of triggering, pathways within the plant that would ordinarily only be triggered if they're under attack but without that actual destructive attack so we're finding that you know genetic stability is a really important variable um some of the f1s out there uh you know they're extremely vigorous they grow really well um but they're not super stable and you know same thing on the auto side you know some strains are more stable than others um but we've definitely you know there's been a small percentage of growers on certain genetics that the plants did not really like the cut of cell treatment. So it's something that you kind of want to try out on each cultivar if you can. Obviously, if you're growing something different every time in your tent, then you got to roll the dice. Um, but yeah, most people, you know, 99% of cultivars, people are seeing greasier, gassier, stickier, stankier, great looking stuff. And the other 1%, you know, their, their plants come through not not loving the treatment. So that's just something to be aware of. All right. Did you guys see now, that? Now, silica builds up, you know, the, the cell tissue of the, of the plant and everything and strengthens the plant and helps prevent against pests and stuff like that. And it sounds like this, this kind of works along the same lines. Um, how, how does it do as far as, like, if, if you're super cropping or, or anything, high-stress training, does it help the plant recover a lot faster? Uh, yeah, I don't – honestly, I'm not really sure. That's, uh, that's the first time I've ever had that question. I don't think that's something we've looked into. But, uh, yeah, do you find that silica helps with super cropping? Like, Well, yeah, it, it helps the plant recover. You're, you're building up, you know, stronger – it, you're building up stronger cell cell tissue and everything, um, and and it's it sounds like what what you got does a lot of, of what silica does for a plant, but um, a lot faster and without being a nutrient. Yeah, and without without being a you know a, a nutrient, you know, and it's it's organic too. Um, yeah, I was just wondering because. Um, you know, if it helps with the health of the plant and everything, I was just wondering if, you know, it, does it, it helps with the stress, stress of the plant. And so whenever you're super cropping and stuff like that, you're stressing the plant. Uh, so I, I was just wondering if it helps, you know, recover. A lot. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really interesting question. You know, yeah. um, that's something we're definitely going to look into. And uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. Notes right now. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a... <laughs> that's a good one. 
Um, did you guys see that? I totally was trying to cut down that plant and snapped a pair of fucking scissors. <laughs> yeah, man. That was wild. <laughs> That's either a strong plant or weak scissors right there. They're definitely strong scissors. So it was it was a pair of chicken masses. Oh yeah. Which are like I don't know, as far as in the trimming world, that's fucking these are those scissors. They're fucking Yeah, those are gooders. Yeah. That's, anyway. that's pretty much the, all the questions I have about the product. Um if I, I think know. about I'm pretty sure I'll think about some more stuff. I'll hit you in the DM and ask you uh, if I think of anything else, though, because I'm definitely interested in it. Yeah, yeah. man. And if, uh, you know, if any of your listeners or viewers are interested, um, go to mimhort.com or kytosal.com and you can, you know, visit our online store there. We've got free samples of kytosal available. Just use the coupon code FROSTY at checkout uh, and you're off to the races. Holy nice. smokes. Yeah, another one. That's so dope. You guys are on fire. Now, um, let's talk about Microbial Mass, the flagship product. Sure. What do, what do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, for a lot of people uh, in the class, they're, they're new to growing, so they might not know anything about it. So okay. like, even just the elevator pitch, tell us what it is, and then, and then maybe to go in how to use it. Yeah, sure. Uh, microbial mass is a consortium of five strains of beneficial bacteria that work together to make phosphorus, calcium, and iron more bioavailable. So you get better uptake into your plants from whatever nutrient line you're already using. Um, it works really well with both synthetic and organic nutrients and any kind of system or setup or growing media that anyone might be using out there. Um, and the bacteria also produce enzymes that help to break down other fertilization compounds. So basically what you want to do is just apply it every two weeks all the way from the cloning stage to basically two weeks before harvest. And you're going to get faster root development and increased root biomass, faster vegetative growth, um, a bigger, stronger, healthier plant, and a bigger yield at the end of your crop. So that's the elevator pitch. There you go. And you can get a free sample of microbial mass from, again, mimhort.com or microbialmass.com uh, by using the coupon code ENHANCE. Now, you're, you're doing both? That's crazy. Dude, you can do both on the same order. What? All you've got to do is pay the shipping, and you get two free products to try out in your garden. You guys are That's insane. Cool. That's super generous of you. I wanted to talk about, because you said you can do it on seedlings or cuttings. Um, but it's a half dose when you're when you start, and it's also a half dose at the end. <clears throat> exactly. Now this is just microbial mass. There's also a second product. This product I find is is much more um, useful for a smaller garden. Um, it's just microbial mass. Now they have a more concentrated version for bigger facilities, which we actually use at the micro that I work at, um, and you use it on a far lower mix ratio uh it's called microbial mass pro yeah exactly and they're basically the same great product you know it's the same bacterial consortium and you're getting all the same benefits from whichever version you're using we just you know the problem with doing a really concentrated product that's great for a huge grow is that when the guy wants to bring it to his tent he's got to spend you know 60 or 70 bucks to get the smallest size and it's going to last him for three years because it's super concentrated. So 
you know, we know that there's a lot of serious growers that are passionate about it that are maybe only growing two or three or four plants. So we wanted to have a, a really convenient option for them as well. So that's, yeah, the regular microbial mass is kind of the, the smaller scale optimized version. And it's more affordable. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I've got you're... the concentrated version and uh, the first time I went to use it, I was like, Oh my gosh, it doesn't require hardly any for what I'm trying to do. And you know, over here, I know it becomes, it becomes difficult to measure it. You're uh, yeah, you're in there with your syringe trying to get your couple of mils. Yes. Your dropper. Oh, man. That's my bad. I didn't inform these guys that you needed not the pro. That's my fault. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Anyways, so what? I'll take I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Nice. We'll get you nice. sorted. Now, um, yeah. So, what kind of benefits are we seeing for microbial mass? Yeah, just uh, so basically, if you use it on your cuts when you're actually making your clones, you can you know you can put it in an aeroponics cloner, or you can you know soak your puncture cubes or whatever. Um, at again, like you said, that lower rate, you're going to get faster root initiation, um, a higher percentage of viable clones. And, you know, when those roots come, you're just going to get a faster burst of roots and a better start to your crop. Um, and then, you know, you'd want to water it in that first transplant again at that lower dose. And yeah, people just see much faster root development, much faster growth. Um, you know, we've got customers that have cut back their veg cycle in a photo period grow by 25%, so they can get more crops off in a year. Um, and yeah, you're just going to get a bigger plant. So a thicker stock, stronger branches, you know, kind of a bigger canopy with bigger leaves and an increase in dry weight yield at the end of your crop. So, you know, all of those things are very variable depending on cultivar and, you know, the nutrients that you're using and the environment that you're running. But, yeah, those are kind of the, the key things that everybody can see. And so um, both of these products, KaidoCell and MicroRealMath, are they um, organic, like, compliant? I guess is that yeah, they're, another way to ask that. Yeah, they're both suitable for organic agriculture. Um yeah, no harsh chemicals, nothing like that. Uh, yeah, both certified for for use in organic cultivation. And so, someone in the comments is asking, "What are those codes again?" It's Frosty for Kaido Cell, right? Yeah, and, and enhance, enhance, enhance for enhance microbial mass. For, for my, I'm just gonna write it down and put it in it. Pin the codes in their website. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have done the website. Fuck. I didn't. The website's microbial mass or micro. Oh, I deleted it. There we go. What's the website? Uh, yeah, we've got three. They all redirect to the same place, but mimhort.com, microbialmass.com, and kytosal.com. Yeah, pretty easy to find. I think we're, we come up pretty quick on search results these days. So nice. Awesome. Use code. All caps or anything, Frosty? Uh, no, all lowercase for the for the coupon codes. Yeah, just Frosty and enhanced lowercase. Frosty. And if anybody's having issues getting that to work, or you know you can't figure it out, just shoot me an email, Jeff at mimhort.com, and uh, I'm sure we can get you sorted. And the links in your bio as well, too, right? Yeah, on Instagram, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's on. It's yeah, my, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, follow microbial mass. Yeah, so on you go Instagram, up to the top and, here, right uh, where it says yeah. the name, you can actually click that and follow it. Uh, all three of us here who are on the on screen. Now we have a bunch of questions built up from the audience. Are you are you chill with getting those? Yeah, man, let's do it. What do we got? So first one is from the big green guy, and it says, "Love the products." Um, any plans on a U.S. distributor to help lessen the shipping costs? Yeah, that's a great timing for that question. Uh, I actually just got back on Monday from uh, spending a couple weeks down in the in the U.S. Uh, we were at the big trade show in Las Vegas and uh, having meetings with some some players down there. So yes, we are in talks with you know U.S. distribution companies, and uh, we you know we're ready we're coming it's just now a matter of uh who we're going to partner with and and when it's going to happen but i think in the next couple of months you're going to start to see our products on store shelves down there and and you know being shipped by online retailers in the u.s as well sorry about that I oh they look good up there like, yeah that's what i thought eh? there we go um but yeah okay so um i'm sorry that i might have got cut off i got a phone call so you're, but what you were saying is, is it's definitely in talks and it's going to happen soon. Yeah, it's coming and you know, the next couple of months it's on, it's on the way. We're, uh, we're lining it up right now. We're talking to the right people. So yeah, you'll, you'll find it online and you know, on hydro store shelves over, you know, the next couple of months. Perfect. Um, okay. So back nine bandit 420 says, so microbial mass is safe to soak seed starter pucks um help it helps with root development so i think what maybe you could tell us is how to do that because um there's going to be a way to mix it it's not going to be straight microbial mass you're soaking it in right no for sure not it's uh yeah it's at the lower dose so if you're using the regular version of microbial mass two mils per liter of water um or i guess eight mils per gallon if you're going that way um and if you're using the pro version uh, one quarter milliliter per liter of water and yeah just soak it in that like you would you know uh, water or, or you know if you're using kelp extract or anything like that that people like to use for cloning um, yeah very simple very safe and yeah the bacteria are going to produce a hormone that it, that encourages root development so it's it's kind of like a built-in rooting hormone perfect Okay, next question. So one of them is, what are the codes? They're pinned down at the bottom. Hopefully, Rablins, you, uh, you, you caught that. Now, will Kydocell and high-stress training be done at the same time if it triggers stress? So that's something that was asked by Firebud, sort of, and what you were saying, you can go ahead. Yeah, I mean in theory it would be fine but again it, it all comes back to like what your genetics can handle and how much stress you're piling on top like you know if all you're doing is cut of sal and high stress training and you've got a good strong genetic you sh you're going to be fine but if you're also doing like you know drought stressing your plants like some people do to try to bring out the, the terps and the thc um you know if you're also using other products that kind of work along similar lines like at a certain point you can stack up too much stress all on top of each other where it becomes counterproductive. Um, the only way to figure that out would be, you know, by playing around with it. But I would definitely suggest that if you're already kind of working on, on something that's stressy, maybe give it a week, you know, kind of spread those stress events out a little bit. 
Um, and Kaido Salad is a very safe product, but again, there's just that kind of 1% of genetics that just doesn't like getting fucked with, we'll say. <laughs> now, um, okay, so the next question, just like a follow-up from Prowl, and he said, uh, where is Kaido Salad? Pardon the spelling. <laughs> it, is, where is it available in Canada? Uh, if you go to our website, I think we've given the URL a couple of times. We've got a store locator on there. Um, there's over 300 retailers across Canada. I'm sure you can find it in your, in your area. Um, or yeah, it's online. pretty easy to find in Canada these days. There's also a bunch of online retailers, like all the major online retailers have it in Canada now. Nice. Um, so yeah, pretty easy to find. Oh, <clears throat> now next question is, um, can I use microbial mass with recharge and mammoth pee, or is it okay to use microbial mass with other microbes? So it's two different people asking the same question. Uh, yeah, hundred um, percent. Oh, it's Barty Meat Man. <laughs> How are you? I've talked to him before. Uh, yeah, no, it's totally fine to use them together. Microbial mass is a particularly hardy uh biostimulant like part of the reason why we selected our bacterial consortium is is for the kind of the advantages and the services that they provide to the plant um but also they're very hardy they're tough they're competitive and we found that they can stand up to pretty much any kind of biological product or technique that you might be using so you know even biocontrols like trichoderma and some of those like bacillus subtilis and amylolequifacients and those kinds of strains. Um, pretty much any kind of biological thing you can mix with microbial mass and you're still gonna get all of the benefits of microbial mass and they shouldn't interfere with the other products. So if you're a biological gardener, let her rip. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so I, I spoke with uh, Mammoth P um, over on the phone and um, they said their product is fine with any other microbe out there. Um, you know, it's it's only one one back back you know uh one bacteria that they use and that's patented by them so um you know that's that's only one beneficial bacteria in mammoth pea but they said it it does work well with any other microbial product out there so <clears throat> okay so last question um does it hurt your plants to use microbial mass more than every two weeks no it's not gonna you're not gonna have any problems using too much microbial mass you're just going to hurt your wallet um we've kind of found that every two weeks at our rates is the sweet spot but i know lots of growers that use it every week and they feel like that does better and the one the one situation where that may be uh where there may be some sense to that is with the living soil growers which it sounds like you guys probably have a lot of living soil growers who are following your podcast the audience yeah for sure right and so what what's going on there is because you have such huge biological diversity already in your soil and it's a very competitive soil environment it might make sense to you know double the application rate just to make sure that you're maintaining you know that maximally functional population of our bacteria yeah um but you know you could probably still get away with every two weeks and have really really good results as well but um, yeah, it's a very safe product. If you use too much, if you mix it too heavy and dump a whole bunch in at once, you're not going to see some big disaster. You're not going to burn your plants. Um, it's, it's pretty much entirely safe. Uh, 
when we're talking Kaido Sal, that's the one where, you know, if you go too heavy on your mix rate or too often on your application, you may see negative results. And again, that's because we're playing with those kind of productive stress pathways. And yeah, one thing that I wanted to mention actually while we're on the subject is, you know, for all of the recirculators out there and the DWC growers, anybody who's running like a water system or a hydroponic system where the nutrient solution is interacting with the plant, you know, more than just out of watering. What we'd recommend with that is like, you know, if you're doing your DWC buckets and you're changing out your nutrients once a week, don't put in Kytosal into the root zone on day one. Wait until, you know, day six when you're 24 hours away from changing out that bucket and then add it in there just to trigger the response for 24 hours and then dump it out so that that way there's no risk of overdoing it, just triggering the reaction over and over and over and over again for seven days straight. Now that's with Kaido. With microbial mass, how would they act? Microbial mass, put it in on day one. There's no, there's no, yeah, no negative effects possible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my last question for you today, Jeff, is what are, maybe you won't be able to um, talk too much about it, but what are your plans for 2022? What's microbial or, or MIM horticulture's plans for 2022? Well, like I said, we're, uh, we're, focus pretty hard on on getting ourselves established south of the border nice um and in some other markets around the world as well and we are yeah we our research team is working on new products as we speak so i'm not going to talk about what they are but uh yeah i'm starting to get pretty excited about a couple a couple of things so that's too cool. stay tuned that's exciting last time you told last time you were on the show you told us the same thing and that was about the kaido cell and so yeah. um, we, I'm, sh I'm sure I can speak for everybody, Santa. We're on the edge of our seats waiting to see what you guys do next, man. Thank you. And yeah, thanks for giving me the opportunity to come and, Hell yeah. you know, run my mouth about the products that I'm so proud of. Dude, anytime. It's always so great getting you on. Always so informative um, and seamless. It seems very effortless, these interviews with you. So thank you so much for your time, dude. Uh, if, is there anything you'd like to add before we say goodbye? Uh, yeah, just that, you know, Frank and I are always available. Um, you know, you can call our tech support number if you get a bottle and you're reading the instructions and you're not sure how to proceed in your particular system or setup, you know, you can call our 1-800 number, you know, dial the number for tech support. You can send an email to jeff at mimhort.com or frank at mimhort.com. And we're more than happy to talk you through whatever kind of challenges you might be seeing in your grow. So, you know, don't, don't be a stranger. And one last thing too, I'm sure um, to add to that is also in the DMs. You guys are ever so gracious and you answer very quickly in the DMs here on Instagram as well. So absolutely. Instagram, Facebook, yeah. all that stuff. All Get that in touch. Very, very active in the, in the, on the socials and uh, with their clientele. So yeah, dude, amazing customer service. And yet again, another awesome interview. So thank you so much, dude. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, really, really appreciate it. And so, yeah, just so everybody else is on the same page, I'm going to sign off now and we'll come back live and we'll talk about what to do. I got one more thing to say. Nice. I dig the flannel, man. I'm digging the flannel. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that puts me on that. Your hair is super long, too. It's looking shred. <laughs> Love it, dude. But yeah. Yeah, I do what I can, you know. <laughs> it's all the traveling, right? You got to look your best.
Exactly. That's right. Okay, man. We'll have everybody. Okay. We'll catch you in a bit. And Jeff, thank you so much, dude. Really appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks, boys. Enjoy the rest okay. of your class. Yeah. Peace, man. Hey guys, today I want to give a shout out to one of our title sponsors, Dynomyco. Dynomyco increases yields and improves roots and plant nutrient uptake. Dynomyco effectively inoculates plants with vigorous endomycorrhizal fungi. Microhyzae improves plant nutrient uptake, which translates to healthier, more resilient plants, higher quality, and higher yields. So everybody go give Dynomyco a follow at Dynomyco. Cheers. Yo, everybody, what's poppin'? That was dope. Jeff killed it. I realize now that I did not... Um Tag Jeff in the description, which is lame AF of me. <sighs> Bummer. But is what it is. That was amazing. That was a really great and informative class. Um, talking about microbial mass as well as uh, as well as Kytosal, which is C H I T O S A L dash S A L. Yeah, just getting some invites out. Boom, firebuds accept. What is up, everybody? Getting names on the list. How's it going? Yo. How's it going? What up? What up? Oh, not much. That was fire. That was really good. What's uh, that? I said that was a really good guest spot from Jeff from Mim yeah. Hart. That was That's fire. Great, great information. Really interested in that guy to sell. Yeah, yeah, I liked it when I liked it with my I liked it with my photos. I didn't do it with the autos. Yeah, I'll I'll probably experiment with a, with a few different blends um, when it comes to autos, just so I can see, you know, what exactly it does and like what's good times to use it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as far as how far along in the flower, so. I think that I think that if you were to use it, um, if you were to kind of skip that first dose, like he was saying, and then only do it four times throughout the flowering cycle, and just do it with water, um, that'd be a really safe way to start, a safe place to start with it to at least see what it does. Right, and he said he, he said he, he grew autos uh, all year long, so um, he said he did use it on his. Yeah, and I think what he said was this summer was his. This summer was his first auto crop. I think that's what he was saying. And, oh, I got uh, people asking me about the crypto that I bought. <laughs> you bought some crypto and made some money? Oh yeah, I'm, I, I I dabble with the cryptocurrency. It was it was Shiba. Uh, yeah, bought Shiba about two weeks, maybe a little over two weeks ago. Like when it was like point zero 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 two or three or something like that. Invested like 50 bucks and now I'm sitting at like almost 600 the last time I saw it. So it's taken off. Shit, dog. That's crazy. Shiba is, I, I dabble in the crypto Shiba. very, very little. And Shiba is just uh, made available on my, on the platform that I use. So yeah, I'm, I might have to jump in before it explodes. <laughs> Definitely. But, um, yeah, so I see you got a little. Well, I mean, I can't see it. There, I think there, there's a. I can't see your trim bag. The oh, camel. the trim bag. I'm joking because it's. Trim. Where is it? 
Okay, so what's the plan? What do you do? You have dried plants to throw in there today, or are you just showing it off? Yeah, no, I've I've, I've got some uh, buds we could throw in there today um, from the uh, the blackberry. They're no. they're they're dry enough to to toss in there. Um, mm -hmm. Before I do that, I'm going to actually trim one by hand and just give some pointers real quick. Um, so whenever I trim, if I'm trimming by hand, I always make sure I got alcohol, rubbing alcohol, like the strongest that I can get. Um, and I keep it in a little shot glass or a little glass like this. And I keep my trim, my trimming scissors in there, right? That helps get all the resin and stuff off the blades. If you need to skip out a pair, you know what I'm saying? Toss one yeah. pair in here while you're using the other pair. It helps yeah, keep them so clean. You, you keep one in the jar and you yeah. use another. Yeah. Okay. And uh, another reason for the alcohol is, is you want to always clean your instruments that you're trimming with. Clean your hands if you're not going with gloves and you choose to have some finger hash. Um, you know, wash your hands and, and clean them up with some alcohol real quick just so you're not getting any bacteria, you know, on your buds, just just uh, being sanitary, you know. But uh, another thing is, is uh, some people will trim over the top of a trim bin or uh, a trim tray, you know, to catch the keef. That's always good if you're hand trimming. Um, I'm going to trim right over the top of this when I do trim the one because all my keef is going to be caught in the bottom of this bag anyway, so... That's what I'm going to do when I hand trim this butt up. But, um, yeah, so that's just some simple little tips there. I like to use a curved set of trimming scissors with a fine point. Because if I do hand trim, you know, like if I got, you know, just like a small amount or if, I'm, if I just want to trim up one bud, like what I'm fixed to do for the class right now, is uh, I like to use a real fine point. You know, I like to micro trim mine. I like to get them really nice and tight. You know, some people like to leave some sugar leaf on there. It just depends on preference. But these help, you know, with contouring around the bud and everything like that versus a straight edge. So, so without further ado, I'm going to open up this trim bag. This up over the top. Pick this out a bud here. This is gonna be the bud that I'm trimming. That's the blackberry that we grew in the class. Came out pretty frosty. Yeah, that's goddamn fire. So the first thing I do is I go in and I, I go in and I trim off all the big fan leaves, all the big sugar leaves. We call those crow's feet. Yeah, and and when you're dry enough, a lot of times you could just take your trimming scissors and you'll be able to just scrape it like that, and get you know the little the little stuff off if you're dry enough. 
you know so you don't necessarily always have to go in there and clip everything you can go in there and you know just snap some of that stuff off if you're trying to you know save time but if not and this is another reason why i like these because you can get in all the tight places and like i said i like when i trim i like a real nice tight trim so i'll go in in between here places like that i'll get the sugar leaves out you know, not everybody likes that. They'll leave the sugar leaves on because there's trichomes on them and they'll just smoke them right up. But, you know I mean? I, I like to get the majority of the sugar leaves off when I'm doing a trim. And I just go along the contour of the bud. You know, I'm not taking off, you know, flower here. Yeah. You know, I'm not taking away from the flower. I'm just, I'm just contouring the bud, basically. We can't see the bud. Oh. Yeah, just down into the right. I was on mute trying to tell you to move it, and yeah. So, so I'm just I'm just going along the contour. I'm not I'm not taking away from the flower. All I've done is gone in here and I've just taken basically like the tips of the sugar leaves off, as you can see. And here it is, nice manicured. Now, if you want to get crazy, you can go in there and and go in between things like that and and get those out, but you look at that sugar leaf there you know there's i don't know if it's going to focus or not but there's lots of trichomes on that and that's why i'm trimming them above my trim bag because i'm fixed to toss everything in there and it's going to catch any trichomes that do come off in the bottom of this bag and then i'll toss them on top of my trim tray and catch all the keef from you know everything that comes off these butts from all the sugar leaves that come off but that's a beautiful looking bud. It's nice. Got some perps in it. What do you do with your keef? Miss Firebuds uh, likes to make the edibles out of out of the keef, out of the you know the trim. Do you ever make rosin out of it, and then she makes hash rosin? Edibles? Yeah, I've taken the keef and I've pressed it before, and uh, made some actually made some really good rosin from just taking the 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 keef. You know, scraping it up with the card and tossing it in a bag and, and pressing it. Yep. <clears throat> Definitely. Now, um, yeah, I noticed you trimmed one bud there. Now, what some people also like to do is they'll leave all the nugs on the stick and they'll go over it just like fire buds did, but they won't even touch the bud. They'll just leave it on the stick and, and twirl the stick in their fingers instead. Yeah. And what some people will do too is, is like I said, uh, if if you're dried really well, a lot of times like you don't have to go in there and, and really like clip a whole lot of stuff. You could you could take them 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 scissors and you can pretty much knock things off with your fingers or with the scissors if it's dry enough. Yeah. And what you're shooting for as far as moisture goes is around 11%. And that's if you're throwing it in the trim bag. If you're throwing it in any kind of automated trimmer, if you're doing dry trimming, you want to be shooting around 11% moisture in the bud. You can get those moisture meters from Home Depot for detecting moisture in walls or in your, your sheetrock and your ceilings and, and stuff like that. They work really good on buds, too. Nice. Okay, so but, now show us, show us the trim bag. So this is what we got in here. Nothing in here has been trimmed up except that one bud that I just did. And I'm going to be tossing that 
inside the trim bag. If you want to look inside the trim bag, you see there's like a little screen in the bottom of there. That's what all your, your keep and everything's going to go through. All your trim, your sugar leaves and stuff like that's all going to go through that, that uh, plastic screen down there in the bottom. Trying to zip it up. And then I'm going to have Miss Firebuds come in here and demonstrate for us. Have her do the, the actual trimming part of this. So everybody, I can have the video camera so everybody can see how effortless it really is. So give me one second. All right, so she wants me to do it. Yeah, she's like, I, you ain't paying me. So what I like to do is, I don't like to do it like a lot of people do. There's handles in the bag right here that a lot of people grab, and that's how they'll shake the bag. I like to grab it by the handles here on the sides, and I like to actually roll the bag. So the buds actually roll around on the inside. So when you grab it by the handles and go like this, it's shaking the buds up and down in a crashing motion. I like to go like this because it rolls them. It's, it's, I think it's, it's less damaging to anything rolling around like this. So this is the way I like it. that one little bud that I hand trim. 
I wish I would have had this a long time ago. When I was doing, you know, 40 and 50 at once. Yeah. And like you do, you do have to kind of look at everyone else. So if you want to look down in their back, see all of our trim. All of our trim is trapped down there in this in the second level of the bag. And there's a zipper down there on that other side. You won't zip that. Yeah. So you just take the other, other side of the bag. You would unzip this side right here. Dump all that trim out on top of your trim trim bin or your trim tray. Catch all the keep or put it right into a bowl or whatever. And, you know, Miss Firebuds, she's going to make edibles with it. So. That's the ease of the trim bag. They are worth the cost. Yeah, time is money. I mean, look at that. That was in about what two minutes? Yeah, that's fire. And the trichomes are intact. And what a lot of people try to say about Trimac is, oh, you're 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 breaking off trichomes, you're damaging the trichomes. You know, there I've I've heard so many different things. But I tell you what, if you're trimming with gloves, no gloves. You're breaking off trichomes while you're handling these nuts. They're sticking to your fingers. You're collecting all that finger hash. And I really think I pull more trichomes off of a sticky bud than I do rolling it around in this bag once the bud is dry already. Especially if you do it in a cold room. I mean, look at that. Mm -hmm. That's fire. I mean, there's time that you always have to, like, there's always going to be one or two things you might want to clip off, right? Do you notice that? Like, I mean, and trim bag will even admit it. Yeah, you might have to cut off some stick that didn't break off. Yeah. Or you might not. Like, if you don't care, if it's for personal smoke, you're not going to I mean, care. the trichomes still look like they're there to me. Fucking right they are. <laughs> trim, trim bag is done, done comparison. Hand trim versus trim bag yeah, under the microscope to look at the trichome. And if you've got... If you got really, really dense nugs, like say, like you throw my um, like bear strain in here, any or any dense nug, like these mandos, they're they're freaking rocks. They're rock hard, man. It, it on on a really nice dense bud, it just manicures them and it's so nicely. I mean, it's almost like you know you went in there and just micro trimmed with scissors. Um, to, to answer the question doesn't... in the comments, it's a trim bag brand. Trim bag brand. Trim bag. Yes, the trim bag brand. Yeah, it's the only one out there, I think, isn't it? Yeah, there's a knockoff out there uh, that's oh, trying to do something like trim bag, but word. This is where it's at, though. This has saved me so much time. Now, um, if anybody has any questions, throw them in the in the question mark down at the bottom. Um, there is there's one in here. It says. On the last class, can we get a tour of the glass collection? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we can do that. Now, when is the last class going to be? Because you're going to harvest that mando fruit today. I harvested mine. Yeah, I'm going to be chopping my mando fruit today. Um, <laughs> so after this, 
Um, I'm going to talk about what I'm fixed to do with these ducks after I get them out of this bag. And uh, we're going to go on to the curing process. And so I'll talk about that real quick. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these and I'm going to throw them into uh, a large, you know, ball jar. And uh, the one, the jars that I use will hold about three ounces. Okay. And then what I like to do is I like to take them, put them in there, and I get the two-way Bovita packs. You know, the 62s. The two-way Bovita packs, I toss two of them in the large jar, and I slap the lid on it. And um, it cures out. I don't. When I use the Bovito packs, I don't have to pop tops on jars. I don't have to sit there and open jars all day, every day, you know. Um, and it, it's, that's another thing. It's made life simple is getting those Bovita packs. Because um, I used to go have to pop jars, you know, two, three times a day uh, in the curing process with the Bovito packs. I might pop the jar to smell the bud, see what it smells like. But that's about it. I'm not popping it to release anything. Um, those Bovita packs soak up the moisture or they add moisture if you need it. So works great for me. That's exactly what I do. Except for I was I did it in single ounce jars. Now, um, another thing is, is, you know, there's there's talks about, you know, ultraviolet light, you know, could kill off uh, the terps and stuff like that you know on on the bud so a lot of people will get the tinted you know ball jars um so you have those ones out there that are tinted like brown or or, or blue if you can't afford that you know spray paint the outside of the jar black or whatever um yeah just try to keep them keep them out of the keep them out of sunlight you know what i'm saying keep them in a dark yeah keep them in you know in in the right temperature you know around around room temp you know what i'm saying and uh you have no problems your your buds that stay nice for a long time especially if you're using the bovita packs it keeps them fresh keeps the smell a lot longer than if you're not using the bovita packs word is there anything else about yeah okay so but back to do you want to do two more classes we'll do next class you can kind of do this again with the mandos show us off your mandos yeah, definitely. Show us we'll, your jarred weed, and then yep. we'll do like a show and tell grand prize. Um, I can show my glass. You know, we can do like kind of a fun like uh, uh, send off for the last. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next week I'll show you the buds. I'll show you the Bovita packs. Uh, I'll show you how mm -hmm. I've got everything curing up. Usually, mm -hmm. okay. So with the Bovita packs, it takes it. I could get a good cure on these. You know, a decent cure to where it's smokable, nice and smooth in about 10 days with Bovita packs. Like if you want to go straight to smoking, um, 10 days with the Bovita packs in a jar and you'll be cured up enough to smoke and it won't be harsh. It'll be nice and smooth. Right. So and that also depends on if you if you dried long enough, if, if you properly dried your material, because that makes all the difference. If you're not properly dried and you throw the buds in the jar and you're too wet you're you're gonna come out with you know hay smell 
That's what you're going to come out. The butts might have smelled good when you threw them in there. You're going to come out with hay smell if you put them in too wet. So don't, don't do that. All right. So should we get to the giveaway? Yeah, let's rock out on the giveaway, man. We're going to do the, some more moon spell. And yet so again, the, the moon spell up until 31st. So this is the last chance for the moon spell in the giveaway. And so <clears throat> up until like right now, we've been putting names on the list. So if you're popping in now, um, we don't have... Your name's not, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know where she stopped, so. <laughs> does, how many days does your Animaniacs go? What's that? How many days does the Animaniacs go? The Animaniacs are around, around the same lines as the Care Bears, about 75 days. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, yeah, going to spin it. Get the TMB, the Dino Myco. And the moon spell from Firebuds Genetics. Last week's winner didn't reach out. Just saying. If you're here, hit us up in the DMs. Murphy Junes. Murphy, Murphy Junes. Junes. Murphy Junes still in the house. Not seeing them. Nope. Murphy Junes. I don't see them. Yeah, I'm not seeing them. Close. Spin again. These at BB, I don't see them either. I didn't see them. I'll take a look. Nope. <clears throat> Fine, one five one six. Nope. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I didn't see They that. are here. Well, I'm glad that. Congratulations, Klein. What? I don't see him. Oh, yeah, there we go. Found him. Sick. Rachel. Please hit up Miss Firebuds for yeah, the yeah, genetics. Yeah. And hit me in the DMs. And we'll, I'll get you the TMB. I'll get your information to TMB and to. Um, Dino Myco, and if you hit up Miss Firebuds, she'll get out the moon spells. Super sick. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us up in the DMs. There she is. Word. Hey, we okay. need to shout out the sponsors, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Gotta shout out the sponsors. Oh, it's been a long day. I fucked up. <laughs> we got TMB Naturals, Dino Myco. FGI underscore lighting, future harvest development, um, honor cannabis. I was wrong there. The honor cannabis account is back up. Uh, we got Mim Hort, and we got Gorilla Grow Tent, 
fire buds, genetics, and honestly, and trim bag. And, and I believe that's everybody. What do you think? Did I miss anybody? Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, fucking knock that out of the park. Don't even have my computer charged. Okay. Well, guys, that was awesome. It was a really great class. Huge shouts to Jeff from Mim Horticulture. And thank you, Firebuds, for showing us how to trim. It's always, uh, it's always good getting a refresher. And, uh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to add before we say goodbye? No, man. Great class. Like you said, thanks, thanks, Jeff from Microbial Master coming on. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Well, until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers. Well, that concludes today's class, everyone. To catch these classes live, make sure to hop over to the Instagram and give us a follow at The Autoflower Show. Classes in session every Sunday at 10 a.m. PST for the duration of the crop. It would also mean the world to us if you could subscribe here on Spotify or whatever platform you're finding us on. And until next time, everybody, I'm Jesse B. Always baked, but never burnt. Cheers. Cheers.